Duck Creek Technologies, it's Conversations on the Creek, the podcast series where we interview thought leaders about how the latest insure tech is transforming the PNC insurance industry. I'm Rob Savitsky from the Duck Creek product marketing team. And I'm Drake Manning, Director of Corporate Communications at Duck Creek. And in today's episode, we're so thrilled to be joined by Paul Harvey, CEO and founder of Adiona, and Scott Thompson, CTO of Adiona, who are here to tell the story behind the founding of their company and share their perspective on the motor insurance market, or auto insurance market, as we say here in the US. Adiona is a UK-based motor insurtech startup launching later in 2022 that will deliver simplicity, savings, and great customer experience through AI and real-time data. Their motto is fairness, transparency, and putting the customer first. Paul, Scott, welcome to the show. How are you guys? Great, Rob. We're, uh, we're really glad to be here. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, thanks a lot, Rob. Really good. Absolutely. Excellent. It's great to, great to meet you. Uh, Paul, I know we were able to, to connect briefly at Formation. Uh, Scott, I know we missed each other, but uh, yeah, I'm glad uh, we're able to have this conversation, especially following your uh, you know, presentation up at Formation. That was really, really fun to see you guys there. Great to be here. So thank you very much. That was an excellent delivery on the main stage, Paul. Thank you for taking time to uh, to tell your story to our formation attendees. It was very well received. Well, you guys have the most awesome stage to do it, so we're we were glad to do it and uh, glad to leave some messages for the folks back home. Also, you know, for for folks that um, didn't have a chance to attend formation either in person or virtually, I'm wondering if we could start with your road to Adiona, Paul, and where you were prior to Adiona and your motivation for starting the company. Yeah. Well, look, um, I, I guess your listeners should, you'll, you'll sense the American accent, but I've, I've, I've actually been in Britain for over 25 years and swore my allegiance to the queen about 20 years. So, um, but my background has been uh, investment banking, uh, venture capital. I had a, an operating role with a telematics business called Octo Telematics. Uh, my family has been in the, uh, in the insurance sector in Canada. Um, and, and kind of all these things in different ways just kind of really kind of influenced my thinking. Um, uh, particularly in Europe, you know, there, there's not a lot of, when I was on the banking side, there weren't a lot of great things about being a European tech banker because you had to rely on your expert teams in the United States on software or semiconductors or, or Comtech. But the thing that, that, that um, you know, when Internet of Things came together, where you had to know a little bit about all of those sectors, um, it became really important. And, uh, and I could see that, that this was really going to impact the, the, um, the, the, uh, the insurance sector. And that's really when I got involved with Octo. And, uh, and then when I, when I shared my perspectives with my uncle who had founded a, 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 an insurance company in Canada called uh, Group Optimum, uh, we just, he, you know, it was towards the end of his life, but he really knew that this was going to have an impact. And, uh, and then really the story, I'll let Scott tell his story, but we got very, very lucky and, and quite frankly, introduced by uh, Duck Creek, which really brought the two of us together. So uh, let me turn it over to you, Scott, first. Yeah, thanks, Paul. So yeah, I uh, I met Paul in a coffee shop in Oxford, and we we sat and talked and planned, and we started looking at the tech. And I think from me personally, I've I've spent twenty five years, at least twenty five years, in the insurance industry, always around 
analytics, pricing claims. And then I've spent several years in the city with the big management consultancies trying to bring a, a risk a risk hat on to that. So once me and Paul got together, uh, it, it was quite clear within them hours that, you know, this is going to be a, a great venture for us, especially bringing all of the digital experience and pricing and risk and risk together from the years I, I've been doing it. So, yeah, that's me. That's excellent. And so clearly both of you have deep experience across the insurance and potentially reinsurance industry as well. And Paul, I'm wondering if you could elaborate a little bit on what Adiona is looking to change about the motor insurance market. Well, look, um, uh, I, I get very influenced. And I talked about this at your, at your conference. I, um, sometimes in life it's, you can get really just lucky. I wouldn't, uh, when, when Scott, well, when Scott and I got together, we said, look, we have to price better and better models. And so Scott is really kind of the, the global leader in that. We, we have to deliver the product better and achieve better loss ratios. This is where some of our team members who've done this in, in Italy and have achieved. And we've got to make sure we establish a real brand, a customer experience that, that reaches to the customer emotionally, gets them kind of hooked on the product. Um, um, but it, but on this journey, you know, we, we got lucky on some things. So we, we, we came up to this and, and even our kind of first presentations to Duck Creek were all about the tech. Um, but, uh, you know, after we, um, we successfully kind of started working with you guys, we, um, I got, uh, my, my son who is now 30 and he, um, he met his his then girlfriend when they were fourteen, and they were in a study abroad in Spain. Her parents had a um, a Christmas curry that they'd always do, and they would we would all come there, and they'd have all their neighbors, and they even hosted the wedding of the two of them in their garden. And every one of these events was Bruce Carnegie Brown, and and um, uh, once we launched, Bruce asked me to come to his office at Lloyd's Market. Went to the top floor, and he's he's the chairman of Lloyd's Market, and and I was waiting for him and I'm looking at all these boats on uh, at Lloyd's and, and the, the original Lloyd's market, right. When they were, when they were uh, thinking about pricing insurance, they got focused on the captain. Was it a good captain or a bad captain? Uh, you know, the vessel, what was the quality of the, the boat and the destination. And with all this stuff that we're doing, right. Um, we think that's the way that insurance should be underwritten for, for motor vehicles. You know, we have gotten so lost, you know, we've, we've used proxies for credit and wealth and occupation for assessing risk. And, and we've used things like age and gender. And in our country, there's even some more nefarious things on, you know, if you're not, you don't have a British or European license where you're from or, you know, if you don't have an Anglican sounding name, it doesn't take a lot of AI to figure out, uh, you know, that you're, you're, you know, you may be from a different part of Europe. This stuff is going on today, right? And, um, and, and, and we just think that's wrong. Um, you know, uh, it's well reported in our marketplace. There's, you know, insurers have been doing price walking and, and price laddering on their most loyal customers. And, and, and that, you know, they'd get a better rate by just going to the web. That's wrong. That's just simply wrong. And, and, and we have, 
you know, in, in our marketplace, which is unique in the world, you know, if, if you're not at fault, the insurer sells the claim and they sell it to people whose sole incentive is to maximize the, the value of the, of, the, of, the, of the claim. So we're all paying for this. And, and, and you know, we take a view that, um, you know, by being customer centric and kind of how we deliver this, we can, we can take, we can identify risks, we can price them, and, and we can deliver this service in a way that, that, is, that adds value to the customer, it insures areas that have been uninsured, and, uh, and we think we can deliver, you know, do this on a really profitable basis. Um, what Duck Creek brought to us was the ability to be flexible and to really focus on, on our swimming lanes of, of what, what we are really good at. And, um, and so, so that's really, you know, those are the things that we think can, we can do radically different, uh, do something really different for the uh, insurance sector and really give the customer kind of a, a game changer in terms of an experience. Now, I, I, I don't want to pretend to anybody in your podcast that, you know, we're, we're a gigantic insurance, we're a startup. But we have some advantages, some agility, you know, that we can be flexible. We can use the most modern technology to give us real advantages. And uh, we're really excited. Um, Scott and I were so complimentary when we first went. It's really bringing those complimentary skill sets. And everybody on our team, we've got, you know, a great team, 15 people, all different skill sets. And we bring the, the diversity of our team, the, the, the breadth of experience together to to really, we we hope to be able to deliver a product that we're we're really proud of, and that we um, we hope that our customers love, and we think that our country will be proud of. Thanks, Paul. So, uh, kind of expanding some of the points you mentioned, um, when you talk about fairness and transparency and pricing, um, in your view, what should that look like uh, when it comes to motor, and how does telematics and AI support those values? You know, it's funny. So I, I live in a very leafy area of the British, we call it leafy area of, of London. It's Primrose Hill. It's next to uh, two of the largest parks in London. And, and it was interesting on COVID. You met people that you didn't quite meet before, right? And uh, um, and I, you know, every day, uh, you know, I was all masked up. I'd go down to the, uh, the local Sainsbury's, which is across the, uh, in Camden. And, uh, you know, the, 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 everybody in the, um, uh, you know, everybody was stocking the shelves and at the Sainsbury's, you know, I got to meet this, this woman who was, who was, uh, she was in the, the flower section. I actually became a bread expert in, uh, in all of this and, 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 you know, we're completely masked up, but we started having a discussion about motor insurance and she was telling me, you know, kind of what she was going through to get, you know, appropriate insurance and how important the car was to getting our kids to where we're going. And it just, you know, it just got at me that, that this issue of, you know, where you live has, you know, these things, if, you, if you're not doing real, using real-time data things, how, how does somebody that lives, you know, in one area get a better rate than somebody in others? I mean, it's, it's got to be about real-time and fair, you know, and, and and people don't like fees that are embedded and they don't they don't know. And 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 we just um somewhere we just lost 
our 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 north star on this. And uh, look, we we've got a lot of things that we've got to get right. But I think having you know a north star that says you know we're going to keep the customer f- first, we're going to use modern technologies, AI, cloud, um, you know, the machine learning that we develop, all of this to give the customer a better deal, a better experience, and uh, I think there's just an open playing field right here. This this is ten percent of the economy, and um, uh, you know, motor is about a quarter of that. And uh, it is just ripe for a digital disruption. Um, and, and, and we think we've got the team to deliver on it, or at least to get started on it. And um, we're very, very excited about pulling this all together. And, and um, yeah, and, and very excited to be working with you guys. And Rob, can I, just, can I just pick up on the, on the telematics? Look, the, the, the telematics is, is probably not the best word, but I mean, there's a, there's a perception that this is all about monitoring. It's not. It's actually not. The, the whole purpose of this is to, to, reward, to reward good drivers. There's the opportunity to reward. It's a customer experience. And people forget about having, having the ability to maybe reduce premiums because you're, you're driving good, or more importantly, the experience around a claim. You know, we've got this crash and claim capability where you're going to have such a good experience. And claims, claims is not a good experience, but with our tech, we should be able to help you reduce reduce the amount of time you're waiting to solve the claim because we'll know about the claim, we'll know about the severity, we'll know about the impact. So it's all about it's all about the customer experience for us. That's what it's about. That this tech is going to help. Right. Yeah. No. That's a very compelling value proposition. And you know, I think with uh, with telematics and AI and real time pricing, whether it's uh, some combination of pay per mile or, or pay per kilometer, or you know, looking at hard braking versus acceleration, mobile phone distraction, all very, um, you know, interesting factors to consider. Um, I guess on the flip side of that to the consumer, um, you know, at least maybe historically, there may have been some hesitation around data privacy and willingness to opt into a program. Um, I think maybe we're, we're, we're maybe moving away from that. Maybe we've reached an inflection point. And so my question is, how have consumer attitudes towards having their driver behavior uh, monitored uh, evolved in, in that in that life cycle when it comes to motor. Look, uh, one of our board members has said a simple view: you you don't collect data unless it, it it adds value to the customer, right? We 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 have Fitbit watches, you know, we Google Maps, Apple Maps, you know, it, it adds value to us, right? You know. It, a, a lot of these programs, when they when they started, were were set up for youth drivers, which you know by by definition are inexperienced drivers, and and there was geofencing and these types of things. I think what's important is we've got to we've got to show real value to the customer for for doing this. And, and what Scott was saying, you know, how can we make the experience better for them? How can we deliver a better claims experience in a world? that we know all the cars are going to be connected to the internet. I mean, I, I, we, 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 we can have a, a debate whether it's three years or 10 years, right? That, that to be, but there is no question. And, 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 and there are going to be changes in ownership, right? And there, you know, of vehicles and experiences and, you know, ultimately, and I may probably more of a 15, 20 of you, we're going to have autonomous driving, right? But these things, you know, what they require is 
a mindset about being digital underwriters, right? And 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 doing pricing digitally and and at speed, and um, and that's the you know that's the new world we're facing, and that's what insurers have got to be exceptional at, and 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 train and build you know teams that are that are exceptional at. And, and making sure that uh, that customer experience is really engaging. Right, that makes sense. I think you know all consumers certainly appreciate seeing how their data is being utilized and put to good use to really better that experience that they have. Um, so uh, changing gears uh, slightly, uh, no pun intended, um, <laughs> wanted to, to speak, uh, I know we, you definitely mentioned talking around um, you know, insurance or, or telematics AI, real-time data collection being natively uh, connected in Internet of Things cars. I wanted to talk though a little bit about embedded insurance when it comes to motor. Um, certainly, you know, from the big auto manufacturers and brands, uh, insurance, not their core business, definitely an opportunity for, for maybe some to uh, partner with insurers or potentially create their own captive insurance companies I guess, you know, what's your view on how um, motor insurance could be embedded uh, at the point of purchase when a customer is purchasing a car? There's no question about this, Rob. I mean, that, you know, we, we were very influenced, Scott and I, when we were, you know, thinking this thing through in, uh, in Oxford at the very beginning. You know, we were very influenced by one of our board members who had introduced us to the the the, the progressive model of this, the, which they use a Rubik's cube, right? And and the Rubik's cube has you know really three sides for this model. You know, the the one side is your geographies, the the other side is you know motor, home, whatever it is, and then the other side is your distribution, right? The you know in our case, price comparison websites, direct to consumer. But embedded insurance is just kind of another form of distribution. And this is what, you know, we get really excited about Duck Creek, right? You know, right now we're only using, you know, one of the cubes, you know, for geography and one of the cubes, just, you know, uh, 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 personal lines for motor and, you know, the price comparison website. But we've got a lot of different cubes. And, you um, and I, I think, you know, the, the customer wants a solution. And if, if you can deliver it at point of sale, you know, it's, that's what they want. And, and we've got to, we're going to have to, the key thing for us, you know, as, as a startup is we've got to stay very focused on getting to scale rapidly and making sure we have control of our, of our margins, our GWP growth, our loss ratios. But this is, you know, I, I don't think there's any question that this is where this is going. And, and Paul, you're raising a few interesting points around, um, you know, the startup aspect of your business and the role of technology in that. And I'm wondering if you could elaborate a bit on, you know, the role of a modern core SaaS system, cloud system in supporting your business objectives for, for motor insurance. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, we, we need to... Um we need to maybe just spend just a second on the journey that uh, we had to this, you know, we, we, we came first to duck Creek um, because I, I was very influenced by, uh, I'd worked at bank of America and, and uh, 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 for a while. And, and the, the way to pursue the investment banking, I was, I, I was worked very closely with the internal it department of bank of America. They had a $14 billion budget. 
that opened a lot of doors. Like if you needed to get a break into something and the guys who were in that were actually Brits. They were based in New York and in Charlotte and they, uh, they love soccer football. And, um, and I got to meet those guys, know those guys really well because they were really helpful in terms of opening doors for me. But, you know, a, a gigantic organization like that just uh, just had so much technical debt, right, that uh, they didn't have a lot of money for innovation. So we, um, we, we from the beginning, wanted to speak with Duck Creek. Now, Scott had some great experience working with you guys and, uh, and on a different project. But when we got together, we tried to, uh, um, well, Duck actually introduced us to uh, world programming where Scott was working. And, um, and then we had to work about six months to get a meeting with, with um, uh, Mike Tchaikovsky and uh, Eugene Van Veert. We finally had the meeting and it was supposed to be 30 minutes. I think it went over two hours. It may have been as long as two and a half hours. And we were in this meeting and we're discussing where's our swimming lanes? You know, what should we be doing? And this is where we shared with Mike about our vision, about, you know, what we're trying to do. And, but we said our underwriting is the pricing that Scott's doing, you know, the, 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 the claims experience, the customer, that's our swimming lane. Your swimming lane is the core insurance platform. And you've got to give us the flexibility to do what we need to do. And I think that was just a key strategic moment because you know there are a lot of well-publicized insurtechs who've raised billions of dollars and they're trying to simultaneously build Duck Creek, you know, a telematics business and an insurer all at the same time. It's just too much. It's just too much. And and I think it's more of an ecosystem type of play where you got to work with best in class partners and it's all got to work. And Duck really kind of provides the basis of that. And, um, you know, that's what we've been working towards. And now we've got, you know, best in class claims, uh, 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 um, third party administrators for claims. We've got uh, people to help us, the BPO on, you know, high value, low frequency claims. You know, we've got our payment systems, you know, our, our premium finance. All this has got to tie together on something. And that you let people who are really good at that be exceptional at that and give the flexibility to build their business. And that, that is the insight that we took from that. And um, uh, now we kind of have to control all the offerings that you have to give us what we need, but we know when we get to the next spot, you'll be there for us. And, um, and that's was our, our vision on that. And Paul, can I just add to that? One of the, you did pick up on it. One of the key things in a, in a previous role was the, the seamless integration with Duck and the Speed. I'm talking days, days and weeks to fully integrate operational analytics capability into Duck. And not only that, what, what really brings it to life, and I love this, is the Duck Creek's content exchange service. These are accelerators. We can start enhancing more and more capability sitting within the Duck ecosystem. And, and that's what I like about it. It provides all of the tech capability, software as a service with, and what Paul's already mentioned, the most important thing is being allowed for us to scale with you. And, and that's what it offers. That's a key That's a key point. And Paul, you also had the uh, opportunity to meet uh, Matt uh, Argyle Insurance, right? Australian yeah. insurer that is in a similar, you know, startup environment. Um, 
and uh, you'll you'll hear um, uh, as as you look back on uh, our earnings call, uh, they're they're benefiting going live in less than sixty days. Uh, and and I know um, you know you're you're still in the build process, um, but but how do you see the uh, process coming along so far? Well, look, we're, we've we've got an offsite um, uh, that we're getting. You know, we've had we've done a lot of work. We're we're making sure that we're very clear on our product design, so that we can build our tech around it. Um, we're we I don't want to spill all the secret sauce right now, but we're we're thinking about <laughs> you know where people are going to be, how this is going to be, how we're going to stack up, how we're going to. But you know, the goal is sixty days, right? And uh, you know. Um, uh, your new head of EMEA said, "Well, maybe it's sixty business days." Well, well, we'll we'll talk about it. But we 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 are we are getting geared up for a a sprint on this. We want to be, you know, the great thing about our marketplace. We got to do what Scott's done, right? Which is get these pricing engines so we're priced correctly. But we in a market driven by aggregators, it's turning on the faucet, right? So we can control revenues by turning on the faucet, right? And but we we have got to. Um, um, you know, we have got to be ready for that. And, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're committed to, to getting this done be, you know, before the end of the year. That's really great to hear. And I think, uh, yeah, definitely reiterate what's already been said, but I totally agree. And I think a modern core system, you know, it's really about giving, uh, whether it's a startup or established carrier, that flexibility, that speed to market, to be able to capture those opportunities and not miss out when, when there's a business, uh, you know, opportunity in front of them. Um, so uh, that being said, we're getting closer to uh, to wrapping up here, and so uh, we'd love to pull out uh, my crystal ball, which we which we have on most episodes. I think almost every episode, actually. But uh, the first the first time we we've asked uh, an insurer this, as you are the first customer on our show, which has been really exciting. Um, so it, within my crystal ball, uh, I'm you know really curious to get your perspective. So obviously, you're entering the motor insurance market in 2022. If you look out two to three years from now, what does motor, or maybe even farther, maybe call it five years, what does motor, the motor insurance market look like in the two to five year time frame? Look, you know, we talked about it here, right? We're going to have multiple distribution channels. We may have different forms of ownership, but we've got to we've got to figure out, um, you know, how to how to uh, deliver it, you know, deliver the product. The way our customer wants the product, right? That's the, the the key thing. I think for us, you know, you need a. I mean, the reason why there aren't thirty insure tech startups. This is hard, right? You have to you have to have the reinsurance. You gotta you you, you get you've got to have the regulatory. You got to have the tech. You have to have the product design. You got the people. All these things you got to have before you even start, right? Um, but but if we look out that you know we're in different geographies, we're leveraging that asset which is Lloyd's Market, and we're we're bringing that capacity to different places. We're just moving very, and we're learning from from different areas. You know what's best practices in different marketplaces, and how do we how do we bring that, and how do we just accelerate the um, the, the the customer experience and our learnings from these places and these different and. Um, and hopefully going at the same speed and, and hopefully we're at, at that stage, we're in what's this called this vertical spiral of this. And, uh, um, but we have to execute 
and and my board, you know, pounds this at us every week, you know, in a way that's, you know, you're achieving the right margins, you're achieving the right loss ratios, you're achieving the right growth. You got to have this under control. Um, but uh, but we're really excited about this, and um, uh, and and think we can make a difference. Awesome stuff. Well, we're excited to see where uh, where things go for Adiona and the market. That's really really great. Um, all right. Well, I think it's uh, time for us to wrap up here. Any, anything else you'd like to add before we uh, call this Conversations on the Creek episode a wrap? We're just happy to be part of the flock. So thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining us. Scott and Paul, it's been great to uh, get your insights today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Scott. Thank you all for tuning in today. To learn more about Adiona, visit adiona.com. Finally, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check out all of our other episodes and subscribe to Conversations on the Creek on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and duckcreek.com. We'll see you in the next episode.